come and kind of hover over her shoulder. And he, it felt like he was sitting with her. And because I knew this person, um, I wasn't scared. And I facilitate, I, I opened up a dialogue with this man and talked to him. And he shared some things with me. And this was all happening in my head. And I totally thought I was making it up. But there were some things that he said that really resonated with me. And so it took me several months to share this with my friend because I was so scared. And once I did, she um, threatened to beat me up, (laughs) first of all, (laughs) for um, kind of broaching into this very emotional territory because she had lost her husband five years prior. And the messages that he had shared with her um, were true. And she had confirmed that those things were true. And it was in that moment that I knew that I could do this for other people. And so I started doing readings, um, connecting to people's loved ones that had died. And so any friend I had and anyone who was willing, I would read for them and connect with their loved ones. And at a certain point, I started to feel a shift and some people would come to me and instead of talking to their loved ones, I found that I could communicate with a higher level energy, if you will. And these higher level beings had more clear information than these spirits that had died. And the information felt like it was higher in quality, that it was specifically for the person that I was reading for and that it was about their self-growth, it was about their path, it was about things that nobody else would have known. And I felt that these sessions were like six months of therapy in one session, um, illuminating things that they were going through and struggling with. So I shifted into reading that way. And so I believe that we all have this team of higher beings that are connected to us, that are our guides, Sometimes our loved ones um, who have crossed over are become a part of this group and they're there to help us get through what we're here to get through, um, learn the lessons we're supposed to learn and so forth. So that's really the way that I read now um, in addition to mediumship. So I'm going to give you guys the opportunity to choose the focus for your five minute session. And so when it's your turn, I'm going to come to you and unmute you, and I'm going to ask for your intention. So maybe it's a topic in your life, maybe it's career, maybe it's a question that you have, something that you're going through that you'd like some insight on. Um, So that's one option, is your own topic of choice. And you can share with me whatever you'd like, Um, you know. You can, or you could just say one word about the topic and we could go from there. It's really up to you. The second option is mediumship. I'm going to allow you the opportunity to talk to a loved one if you feel that that is really um, at the forefront for you. And then the third option is if you don't want to give a topic or talk to someone on the other side, then I'm going to just kind of blind channel for you or channel without you saying much. And I'm going to focus on what you're letting go of for this year and what you're calling in for 2019. Kind of do a little New Year's check-in around that. And each person is going to have five minutes. I also use a technique called theta healing. And theta healing works with the subconscious mind. 
the subconscious mind is kind of like the hard drive of your computer. And sometimes your subconscious is working with belief systems that are no longer serving you. Stuff that you inherited or stuff that you picked up from society or from your own false narratives. So I like to do some theta healing at the end where I'm essentially downloading your hard drive with new beliefs. I realize that that sounds super woo-woo. And I remember when my... um, when I first had the experience of someone telling me they were going to download me with something um, that I thought was a complete joke. And now here I am doing it (laughs) for others. So um, despite it sounding strange, I encourage you to be open and try it. And I I find that when I do these downloads, it accelerates me through a process that's keeping me stuck And the insights and awarenesses um, really start to come to me and start to shift me. So we'll do that at the end. And um, I guess I wanted to open it up if anyone has a question before we start. I have a question. Yes. Hi. I am. I'm nervous to ask um, to speak for a loved one because do people just not show up or you know what I mean? I've never had the experience of someone not showing up. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's my only question. Yeah. I'll behave. Yeah. <laughs> I did want to share there was something that came through as I sat in meditation before this call that came through for the group as a whole. So before I start, I wanted to share that with you. And that was that there is always a different way to complete a task that you're stuck on. Choose the path of least resistance. Uh, The message was about letting go of control when something becomes burdensome and allow a new way forward to be revealed to you. So for whatever that's worth, I don't know if that's for one person in particular or for everyone, but I'll share that for whatever it's worth. Okay, so if you guys are ready, if there's no more questions, I'm going to come to... Ophelia, and I'm just going to unmute you, Ophelia. Hi. Hi, good morning. Okay, so um, any topic, question, what is your focus? Um, You know, I think I would like you to do the third option, sort of what I'm letting go of and what to look forward to in 2019. Okay. 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 All right. Okay, Ophelia, so they are, they're showing me that this theme is about the heart and what the heart allows. And um, I feel like there sh- there's been a up and down in terms of emotions over the past year. And it feels like there is a new determination about who you let in, what you let in, or the quality of what you choose to surround yourself with. Um, There's a sense that you're done with something or that you're leaving something behind. There's kind of a, a completion of something, it feels like, that's been let go of already for um for 2018 and that feels like it was a long time coming or there's a sense that in making that decision it took a lot from you 
And somehow it feels like this new determination in moving forward is about allowing and discerning. Um, This discernment feels like it has to do with your work as well as um, your relationships. Um, Okay, so they want to focus on this work discernment. Um, And I, I get the sense that in 2019, there is um, an opening. They're showing me that the work is expanding in um, in 2019 in terms of different opportunities. Some of them feel new and some of them feel similar. Um, and it feels like you are choosing this, that I'm... I'm not going to do these things that I used to do and I'm going to do more of this thing that I enjoy more. And I feel like you're going to have more of those opportunities in 2019. It also feels like um, the heart is releasing what it's been through. Like the heart is processing through working through letting go of this kind of up and down and I actually get the sense that whatever it is that you have kind of determined to move forward in this new way, there is a healing that's taken place around that. And it feels like it has, I want to, I don't want to say isolated you, but I feel like it's maybe sheltered you from expanding yourself at this time. But I get the sense that in 2019, especially March and after, there's going to be an expansion specifically with work and these new opportunities. But it also feels like there's a, the heart opens again, or the heart is able to receive in a larger regard that the healing will be completed and kind of things will be set in motion again there's like a there's a detailed this is a message about the details and it feels as if focusing on the details about so okay there's an aspect to what you're doing and I feel like this is connected to your work there's an aspect to what you're doing that is focusing on details that feels like it may be more of the technical or administrative side of things. And it feels as if this is going to become easier or somehow this aspect of what, of what you do is going to be integrated into your work in a smoother way and in a way that doesn't take away from your energy. Um, I'm actually curious as to what that is, but somehow the details are going to be worked out and you're going to find a way to manage that in an easier way. So Ophelia, I'm going to unmute you and I'd love to hear anything that um, you'd like to share. Um, Everything that you said completely resonated (laughs) with me. Um, I am working through the end of a really long relationship 
Mm. And, and it's, when you said it's been a long time coming, but I just hadn't, um, you know, that, that I, I'm finally doing it. I finally feel like this is the time it's going to happen. And, and even though I've tried it several times, this time feels like very calming for me. Like I'm not as upset about it as I had been before. Um, so I feel like, I feel like what you said is, um, is true for me. Wow. Well, that takes a lot of courage to make that decision. And I feel like that does come with some time of kind of sheltering yourself and, um, keeping yourself really cared for. Um, so I'm wishing you the best with that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Ophelia. All right. So let's see who's next. Alice. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. So any topic question for you? Um, The topic I want to focus on is my dad. Okay. I don't know if you need more than that. And is your dad here? My dad is living. He's living. Okay. The, the word that's coming up as the theme for this is repair, repair. And I feel like what, uh, I feel like this repair is about the relationship, but they're also showing me that there are a lot of other things um, happening. And I'm also being shown an image of your dad inside a shell and I feel like there's a sense that while I see him and I see the shell what I wish to access is inside the shell and that I can't what I'm able to access feels like is something else but what I desire to access is kind of hidden or um, protected and I also get the sense that what I can access with him, there is a roughness to it. Um, I feel like there's an edge or a harshness to this. And I also get the sense that there are glimpses of this kind of softer inside, um, but the outside feels pokey, if you will. And I also get the sense that there is a situation that is happening that um, I feel like has to do with, I don't know if this is his home or where he's living. Um, Like I almost felt like he was displaced or potentially displaced. And there is a question around where he will be um, or where he will go. And And there's like a split on this, or I feel like there's different paths that this could take. And I do get the sense that he, that they are encouraging you to allow him to choose the path that he takes, even though that also feels complicated and as if, I don't know if he's not able to make or if you don't trust what his decision is but there's a feeling that um they're encouraging you to let him 
guide this. Um, there is a repair that is happening in the relationship. I'm being shown that the roles that you two play are shifting and changing. And that feels healing. And that actually feels like is what the repair is. And, and there's a message about you sharing what you experience more sharing what you experience more and I get I feel like this is with him they're encouraging you to share more of what you experience with him with him and that feels like it's also part of the repair um it's interesting that this is coming up they're showing me that you and your dad have have done this before and that this um, this time frame is about kind of balancing out some karma. And the more that you can say and speak what you feel, the more you can kind of accelerate this process for you in terms of the benefits that you'll receive. And, and I also feel that I feel like he he wants love and needs love. And what I showed, what I was shown is you wrapping a warm blanket around him. And I feel like there's a sense that you're giving him this um, this warmth, or at least they're encouraging you to. Hmm. So Alice, how does that feel for you? What's coming up around this? I mean, a lot of it kind of resonates. Uh, my dad was. We recently confirmed that he had dementia, so mm -hmm. it's been a struggle. Um, about going through this before, we did go through this with my dad's sister. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm not quite sure how to repair it because it's not something we can repair. Mm -hmm. um, the, the shell and the pokiness of it, I can get that because he's not really himself. I feel like he's somewhere else mm. and um he has had more spots of being just like cranky and upset and i think that all has to do with the dementia um so i'm trying to find ways to cope with it yeah because i can't i mean he is changing and he can't help it and I want to be present to try to be there as much as I can. Yeah. Um, so maybe that is keeping him warm with a blanket. I don't know. Yeah, I think that loving him and, you know, giving him that affection may be the best thing you can do for him on some days. And it's interesting because I, I felt like the repair was not really repairing him, but repairing the relationship. And it seems like you shifting into a different role with him was somehow going to be a healing for you. And um, maybe the talking about it is talking about what you're going through with other people so that you have space to process it because that's a lot and that's a lot of change. Yeah, it is. 
Um, so it's a lot to think about. Yeah. And it's a lot of feeling too. And I hope that you'll let yourself, you know, feel it, maybe even grieve what you need to grieve when that comes up and just kind of allow that to flow so that you can be, you know, clear when you're with him. That's really hard. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I am coming to you, Marguerite. Hi. Hi. So you got a topic or a question? Um, I think I want to do the blind reading, please. Okay. Um, wow. So they're showing they're showing a lot of flowers and earth energy around you. And um I feel like your your source of power, your intuitive connection, your connection to all things comes when you are in nature. And um, specifically the, these flowers and trees, and I don't know if this is a spot where you go to, um, but they're illuminating this for you. And it feels as if this is when you're home, when you're in this space. And um, there's a message about you bringing this to others. Now, this may mean you're bringing other people outside and sharing the earth with them, or it may mean that you are bringing a grounded sense or a sense of beauty to those um, that are around you. But somehow it feels like this is your gift that you're sharing with others. and. Um, the beauty is um, is a word that keeps coming up, beauty. And um, they want to talk about 2019 because I feel like it is a big expansion year for you and that you have been laying the groundwork for this coming year for several years. And it feels like there's a, a launch happening, a launch or you stepping into um, something bigger that also feels unknown. And um, I, I keep hearing that you're ready, you're ready for this. And I feel a lot of excitement around this. I also get the sense that um, with this launch, that you are being seen in a way, in a new way, you're being seen or there's a, a vulnerability that is um, new and maybe awkward or uncomfortable or I don't, know if, I don't know if it's threatening, but there's something about this that has a charge to it. And um, they're encouraging you to turn the nerves about that into excitement. And um, I just feel like the earth is supporting this. The earth is supporting this expansion for you. And I also get the sense that you are going to be able to support or help or connect with a lot more people this year. And, and I felt, I don't know if it's because like social media, like you're connecting with people online, but that's the feeling that it's, you're able to connect with like an exponentially larger um, amount of people 
this coming year and that you're ready for that. And then it may come with the vulnerability, but to turn that into excitement and that that is okay. So um, they're actually taking me back now into, into this year and this time. And they're showing that there are things that are being burned and released. And this, this, the way that this is coming through is there is a garden that you were cultivating that didn't bloom or it didn't bloom right or there was something about it that didn't eventuate in the way you would want it. And so it feels like this, that garden is being burned in order for there to be kind of a fresh start or like a new, a different garden being cultivated. And so I feel like you're letting go of the things that didn't work out and um, knowing that there's something better waiting for you. And I do feel like this is a, a career focus or at least how you are in the world focus. Um, the way that, so I'm out on this beautiful field, um, and there's beautiful tropical flowers and birds and, and grass, and it's really beautiful. And they're showing this in, as an animal, that there's a new animal coming in. And I feel like this animal becomes yours. This is the scene that I'm watching. So I'm trying to understand the context of what that means. Um, my feeling is that like there's a new being that's going to come into your life. Um, there's a new birth that's going to come for you. I feel like there's something new, a new being, a new person that's coming into your life um, this year as well. So I'm curious what comes through around, around that, um, Mar Marguerite, and anything else you want to share? I work for a senator, and so we have session coming up. So it could be that um, maybe that has something to do with the expansion. Um, and as far as the garden being burned, I'm in the middle of a very messy breakup. Mm. Um, but uh, I don't, the third thing, I, God, I hope there's not a birth around me. <laughs> well, the birth can also represent. Um, birthing something new into the world or kind of a new project. Um, that was kind of a tricky image even for me. I didn't quite understand the context of it. Um, I'm wondering with the, the Senator, are you somehow more vulnerable? Like, are you putting yourself out there in a more vulnerable way? Um, the first three years that I worked there, another woman worked there who was very strong in the office and she recently left. So I am the, I'm going to be higher up in the office this year. I see. Interesting. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, oh, my friend, Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited. I'm like, I think it's me next. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I was interested in um, more just exploring um, any insight from, from my guides on 
leading me towards my highest and best. Mm. Okay. Um, specifically in work. Um, and just, I'm so curious about what's coming. Okay. And that's all. all right. I mean, pretty open. Okay. Okay, Nicole. So they're, they're starting by saying there's the work that you do. And then there's the work, which feels <laughs> like this, um, the deeper realms behind the work. So they're talking about these two things, the actual work and the kind of the work behind the work or the work that fuels the work, which is this more deeper um, philosophical kind of questioning and pondering. And what they're showing is that these two things are going to merge together in 2019, where you are somehow integrating and incorporating these deeper spiritual messages, insights, questions into the actual work or the actual job that you're performing in that moment. They're talking about format, and I'm hearing that there is a new format that will take place that feels like it allows for deeper questioning of each individual and deeper connection to their own self. The way that I get this is somehow people are going to answer their own questions in, in working with you that maybe, maybe they're asking the question or maybe you're asking the question, but somehow they're answering their own questions throughout their time with you in a way that feels very grounded, not in a way that feels ethereal or airy fairy, but in a way that feels um, very rooted and grounded to the truth of who they are. And they're showing that this is the work that you have done on yourself, the work to integrate who you are as a deep person and what you share and offer to others. And somehow it feels like that's going to be mirrored in the work you do with others. Um, I feel like there are opportunities to go deep with you that are coming in 2019, opportunities to go deep. And I'm feeling like that is like a half day of work. And I also feel like there's like a weekend thing or a weekend long thing. I also get the sense that in these deeper opportunities, you are the facilitator and you are bringing people in that will support you instead of it being the opposite or instead of a co-creation, I feel like it is your idea and vision that is being supported by the people that you bring on. Um, they're recognizing your ability as a leader. Um, I feel like they're validating and recognizing that in you and saying, like, you can do that. You can do that. And in this, in this deeper opportunity experience, I feel like there is something that is born. And it feels like it is your vision that is going to somehow allow people opportunities 
to do their own work when they're not with you. And it almost, like, I wondered if this is something they're reading that you've written that allows them an experience with themselves. But it's like, you're not, you're doing, you're doing some work, you're sending it out there and people are choosing to do it on their own time. Somehow that's born out of these going deeper opportunities. And I feel like you're tapping into a need for people to have a deeper connection with themselves and finding a way to facilitate that. Um, I'm also hearing to be you, but to show the depths of you in this going deeper um, work, to show you and to show the depths of you. And just the last thing I'll share, there's, there is some sort of travel connected to work in 2019. And for some reason, I feel like that's separate from these going deeper workshops or going deeper opportunities. Um, there's some bigger travel for 2019. Okay. How does that feel for you, Nicole? Oh my God, it was so fun. <laughs> I was like, do I write notes? What do I do? I don't want to forget any of this. <laughs> don't worry, I'll send recording. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, yeah, I'm totally, I don't know what to say other than it was awesome and I'm excited. And when you said the, um, there's the work and then there's the work, um, that really resonated because... I feel like I'm always doing the work and then like the work and then the work is just out there in the world. Mm. But I'm excited about the idea of those two coming together. Me too. And that somehow feels unclear. And I like, I feel like that's going to come together organically. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. All right, let's see who's next. Jennifer. Okay. Hi. Hello. How are you feeling? Good. Good, okay. Well, I would like to know a little bit about my spirit guides or my team, mm. and then what do they have to say about the career in the upcoming year? Mm. Okay, I like that. Like, what's their deal? Yeah, what's going on with them? <laughs> So uh, when I look at when I look at people's guides, they will show themselves as um, symbols or images of what they are helping you to cultivate. Okay, so it's interesting because the way that they're showing themselves is predominantly male, and um, my feeling is that they are assisting in this masculine energy and the masculine is the doer, the action goal oriented. So I don't know if that is more of who you are, but that's my feeling that there are more masculine guides and that this might reflect in who you are more of an action goal oriented doer than a passive receptive kind of more patient waiter which is the more feminine. Uh, there's one that is showing themselves as 
almost like the investigator. Um, there's a sense that you are very curious and observant and um, like to pick up information all, all the time. I feel like you're observing and noticing and um, taking in knowledge. Um, I also feel like you like to figure things out or like excavate the truth in something. There's kind of this feeling of not not being like a sleuth, like a sneak, but um, nosy. I'm nosy. <laughs> I was going to say noticing things um, that that might not be on the surface, and so I feel like that. Um, these are all strengths that you have. There is one guide in particular that is stepping forward as your main guide. Uh, it is showing me that this guide supports you in having to reel things back in. It's almost like I can overextend myself and then I have to reel that energy back in. And I feel like it's this constant like going outward and then coming inward. Um, putting myself out there and then maybe taking back in what um, what I need to recharge myself. And I feel like that's somewhat of a dance of how you manage your energy and keep your energy high or contained. And um, this guide is encouraging you to keep more contained um, and I, I do feel like I'm kind of laughing because there's a feeling of this being a little bit joking or teasing of um, kind of how much energy gets um, expelled or maybe misplaced and then having kind of moments where you have to stop and reel it back in and recharge yourself. And so this message is about keeping more things contained so that your you don't go through the burnout cycles um, or you don't kind of hit the wall and then have to stop um, knowing when to stop and when to rest. And that feels like it's an important thing to remember over the course of this next year. Um, I feel like as things become more challenging, you rise up to it and kind of challenge that challenging energy but it feels like they want you to actually, when things become challenging, take a step back from it and um, kind of regroup and rest. And um, that feels like it's a better balance for you long term. And so let me just see if there's stuff for 2019 here. Um, okay, so they're showing me in terms of career, there is a move from one thing that you're doing to somewhere else. Um, I got the sense that you're doing work in one place and that you're going to move and do that same work somewhere else. I feel like that might be in the middle of the year where that opportunity comes up. Um, I'm also getting that you're, you're very valuable. You're very valuable in what you do. And somehow this newer opportunity is going to offer more value to what you do. And I also somehow feel like you do the work of five people or like that's the value that I get. The, like there's a lot of work that you do that maybe other people don't even fully understand. Take breaks. Take breaks. Know when to stop. 
I also feel like there's a vacation coming for you this year that might lend to this um, kind of more resting. But they're showing that there's a big adventurous side to you as well. And um, again, that this is your strength, but the adventurer also needs like naps sometimes or, huh. <laughs> That's kind of a theme throughout. That again, I feel like was kind of joking with you. Does that make sense for you? Okay, it makes total sense to me in every aspect. <laughs> and uh, I have an idea who my my main guide is, too. I see it. Ooh, I like that. So I, I am magic. I'm not trying to brag. I do um, broadcasting Native American programming. Hmm. And I don't know what it is, but I love delving into people and talking to people and connecting with people. And every week, these people leave feeling like my best friend. Mm. So I'm trying to transition from radio into video. Ooh. And so all this makes sense. Mm. I'm, I'm salivating because I taste it. Mm, that's cool. And the naps and checking myself, I have um, nerve damage in my back and shoulder, and I have to rest, and I'm embarrassed. Oh, so wow. sometimes I overpush because I'm embarrassed, and it causes me further pain. So this allowance is freedom to rest when I need to and not be embarrassed or fight it is huge. Wow. So. Seems like yes. also a big task for you. I feel like your energy is, it's outward. Um, and that's a huge strength, but having that balance is going to be able to sustain you longer. Or permission to, for the balance. Cause honestly, after my programs, I'm, I crash like two hours. Wow. Cause I put so much of everything that I am into everything that I do. Yeah. And the check and go, the push and wait, the push and wait. That's huge. That's mm-hmm. so hard on what, what to pursue that will have a fruitful outcome versus just pushing to make something. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Yes, definitely. So booyah. Wow. Awesome. Thank you. No, thank you. I'm ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. Kat. Um, as far as the direction for my reading, what I'm thinking is, um, yeah, just maybe something from my spirit guides about uh, the last year and then sort of what, what I could, um, what would be useful for me to know, I guess, moving into the next year. Okay. So um, Kat, they're showing for 2018, the image of you planting seeds and starting to water the seeds and I feel like there are there are little blooms poking out, little green shoots poking out of the dirt. And they're showing that 2019, some of them have bloomed in a big way. And I feel like some of them might have died. And there's a sense yeah. that you are looking at what is working and what isn't. And that there are some things that either haven't worked or won't work that I feel like you will allow to die and that you'll move forward into the ones that are in huge bloom. And I feel like 
at least one of those things feels unexpected. Um, this one thing that I wasn't sure feels like it's um, either makes me excited or has other people excited about this thing. And then they're also showing that they're this in regards to something that you are leaving behind. Um, I feel like it is the completion of a project. And I feel like that's being left behind in 2018 and I'm completing something and leaving that and looking forward to new things and new ways of incorporating parts of the old project, but making them new and different. And this idea of incorporating others um, feels, okay, this is like a topic that this incorporating others and you have the ability to choose voices that other people wish to hear, but now it is your voice that is going to be at the forefront. And I feel like you are still incorporating other people's ideas but you are facilitating that in a different way and in a way where it becomes more yours or it becomes more you. And it feels as if focusing on your ideas takes off in an unexpected way. And it feels like you will know it when it happens and you'll be able to feel the energy around it. And somehow they're connecting this to something you feel nervous about or something that maybe makes you uncomfortable or anxious. Um, it feels like it's like go to that thing or to those things. And if you notice there is a hesitation around it of it feeling like, oh, this doesn't feel right. I'm not quite interested. I don't know why it just kind of feels more like a burden or those are the things to let go of, but it feels like the things of like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can pull that off. I don't know if I'm ready for that. It feels like those are those more highly charged things that may bring up a lot of fears are, um, they're encouraging you to focus on those ideas and allowing them to bloom. Uh, in, in regards to 2019, you have a choice and that you can manifest whatever you desire. And I feel like it's choosing which direction or choosing how you want that to manifest that is going to be what 2019 looks like, where you've planted the seeds, they're starting to grow, and now you get to choose which ones you're going to cultivate and allow to bloom. This is a safe path. This path is safe. And it also feels as though you will achieve material gain from this path if you choose it. Interesting. Um, and I also get that you are supported completely with the ideas that really charge you and resonate you. You are being supported by the universe and that you can create what you desire. And there's just a, one last message here about um, something having to do with your, they're showing you sleeping, laying down to go to sleep. 
And I don't know. I don't know if you remember your dreams or they're encouraging you to remember your dreams, but you receive a lot of intuitive information in your dreams. And you can choose to remember your dreams if you don't already, but they're encouraging you to write about or piece together or focus on the dream state. And I don't know if this is one of these things that might bloom but somehow it feels like there is a stream of information available to you in your dreams. And the more you decide to connect to it and cultivate it, it feels like the more insight you'll get. And maybe that's the unexpected piece that kind of keeps popping in. Um, But ultimately it feels like you have access to something in your dreams that feels um, special and they're encouraging you to um, look into that. Okay, Kat, any any thoughts on that you want to share? I mean, well, first when you're like, I see you sleeping, I'm like, oh, I've been sleeping in a lot lately. I need to get up earlier, you know, so I had some of those thoughts. Um, but aside from all that, I just, um, I think I do kind of walk through life with this sense of like, yeah, I get lots of creative ideas and I don't always know which ones to work on and which ones not to work on. Um, so it's sort of refreshing to hear this idea of, you know, you can kind of just move toward the ones that make you feel nervous, let go of the ones that feel a little bit boring or a little bit if you, you know, if you take it on and it's too much, you know, like if I were to like start a band right now, that would feel like, a that would feel like a burden. It would feel more like work, even though maybe creating music feels a little bit creative, right? So it's like, okay, well then move toward the things that feel more exciting or feel more, um, feel more charged. So I, I like that idea, like having that permission. I kept thinking about work. Like I really kept thinking about work. I feel like there are some things wrapping up with work that I won't be continuing in the next year. But if I really wanted to and really fought to keep them, I could. And I feel okay about letting them go. Um, and like it's, it is creating more space for me to do some more really interesting and exciting things. And Mm-hmm. I also feel really lucky to have a relationship with my supervisor where if there's something I am excited about and passionate about, she's pretty much on board to support me to do it as long as it makes sense for my workplace. So that also feels in line with what you were saying. Um, and there's something that I applied for, which is like kind of an extracurricular creative program that's you know it's outside of work Mm. and it just came up in the last few weeks and I'll find out in a few days if I'm in or not and then that would start um sometime next year if it happens and so I was like oh maybe it's that you know maybe that's the Mm. unexpected fun Mm. kind of creative thing to pursue that feels like a bit of a surprise so we'll see you know see if that if that pans out and as I'm as I'm hearing you talk, I'm looking back at my notes about that message that came through at the beginning. I don't know if that resonated with you or if it might now, but that it's there's always a different way to complete a task, to choose the path of least resistance, let go of control when it becomes burdensome, and allow a new way forward to be revealed to you. I feel like there's mm-hmm. a lot of overlap there with your message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kat. Thank you just for facilitating this and um, allowing me to do this for everyone. And I would like to finish with um, some energy work here. So 
I know that we're over time, but um, this won't take more than just a few minutes. So I'm going to encourage all of you, if you're in a comfortable place. One more thing, Brandon, you're the only person in my life who has ever been able to mute me. (laughs) So I like that. (laughs) It'll never happen again. (laughs) Good one. Thanks, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. Okay, so Ophelia, you (laughs) wrote down some ideas beforehand about what you were maybe hoping that Bryn would touch on in her reading. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so I... um, there were three things. One was um, whether or not I should move to land. Um, and the other was um, if she would touch on anything about my mother who had recently passed. Um, and the third thing was this relationship breakup that I'm going through. And if she would just, um, I don't know, reference it or talk about it or whatever. And I, when I was typing these things out, I had thought to myself, she says anything about any of these things, I know she's the real deal. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but as I was explaining to you later, she, yeah, she talked about um, work is was really related to, uh, or moving back to the main I was really related to work because I was feeling a little stuck and a little frustrated. Um, and I know that there are limited opportunities for me here. So when she was talking about work, I'm like, oh, not moving back to the mainland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when she was talking about a relationship, I'm like, check. Yeah. Um, and I even like sort of explained, um, explained it away to myself, like, oh, she didn't talk about my mom, but I didn't want her to anyway. So yeah. check all three things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. She did. Yeah. That's great. I think what I had responded to her was something like it really resonated with me or something. Yeah. Um, and I thought, um, and thinking about it afterwards, I thought it was really something, and I think maybe in general, this type of um, reading is sort of like people might be searching for something, and it was maybe something I just needed to hear. Whether she actually knew it, actually connected to what I was doing, or, but it or provided maybe a little, it felt a little specific, but it could be general enough that it could have applied to lots of different things. But I think because I was searching for something, for a particular um, event that was going on in my life, I just took it to mean it that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't... Um, and I think I think I just needed it. Yeah. And so I I took it and made it what it needed to be for me. Mm-hmm. Right then and there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I... I had some similar reflections afterwards. Like I kept, I kept thinking about you know, you know sometimes when you have a dream and you're like, what does this? Like I feel like maybe in my my, my mind is t- is trying to tell me something. Yeah. Like there's some message in there for me. Yeah. And and I'll just kind of like sit with it until I'm like, oh, it's actually just telling me that I'm scared about blah blah blah. Yeah. And I can relax about it. Right. Or, you know, it's actually just whatever. Like it's 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 actually telling me to be true to myself right. about this one situation. 
but those symbols could mean 10 different things and it's only because of where I'm at in that moment yes. that I'm like here's what it means yes, so yes, it, yes. Feels, it feels similar to what you're talking yeah. about where it's like I think we interpret what we need to hear yeah I think the human psyche is such that we seek out those things yeah. right? cool. and and maybe it means absolutely nothing or maybe it means what you need it to mean because our psyche knows what we need so it finds whatever symbols or um, whatever readings mm-hmm. mean something to us. Yeah. Really, um, it, so um, I was hoping that she would touch on my work. Yeah. Because it's such a large part of my um, of my life right now, um, and there's changes in my department and changes with leadership, and I and and there have been changes with my assignments, and so I'm like, yeah, I'm really. I am looking forward to doing that, and no, I'm not going to put up with that anymore. Yeah. Um, and so I really, even that was really fun for me. And yeah. again, I'm just affirming for me to like, yay, I need to be excited about 2019. Mm-hmm. So definitely, yeah. And she she really zeroed in on like discernment for yes. you. She was like the theme, well, at first she was like the theme for you is the heart. Yeah. And there's going to be a shift that will open up your heart more. Yes. And then she's like, and now I'm just really getting this message about discernment, discernment, discernment. Mm. And she and she tied that to your work. I'm going to take it. <laughs> anyway, thank you again. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Let us talk. Let us talk about mm-hmm. your conversation with Bryn O'Connor. Yes. First, first of all. Of all. Do you, <laughs> so it's been, yeah. So first of all. First of all. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's been a couple of weeks. Since we had the reading. Yes, but you know what I just did? What? I just listened to it again. Great. And I I took notes. Yeah, you've had some time to reflect. So I would love to hear, since it's been a couple of weeks since the reading, I would love to hear, you know, a little bit about what you were thinking when you heard it the first time and, and, and what you think now. Yeah, okay. Well, when I first heard it, I was over the moon excited because I love talking about myself. <laughs> as, as most of us do. Right. I love hearing things about myself. I love talking about myself. So it was really fun. To Everyone's have favorite someone. topic is them, their, their own self. It's so true. Some of the stuff, a lot of the stuff has to do with my work and and what the following year kind of holds. Really what I felt like I'm getting from it are really good ideas. The work that I'm doing on my own, like the the deeper work that I'm doing, Mm -hmm. is going to merge and kind of come into the current work I'm doing, which is teaching yoga and workshops and retreats. I feel really excited about those two coming together. And she mentioned that she doesn't exactly know how it's going to be an organic thing. And I can see that because right now I, I I don't understand how my own path, my own meditation, my own deeper questioning is going to translate into some kind of workshop or weekend format. You know, right. I don't really know how that's going to work. And don't you think it's interesting too? I think for me, you know, when I ask somebody for you know, give me a message for the next year. 
and she gives me something, mm-hmm. then I immediately want to think about what it could mean, like right away. You know, there's yeah. and and when yeah. I think about it, I'm like, wow, a year, the whole 365 days, it's very long, and mm-hmm. she could be mm-hmm. telling me something that could be happening in maybe August or September, and I may not even have like an inkling of what that could be at this point. But at the end of the year, I may have a better idea of what that could mean. But now it's just it's so far away. But my instinct is to want to know what that thing is going to be now. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like look it's for like it right now. Yeah. It's a puzzle and you want to you want to put it together. Well, one, she mentioned that. So right now when I teach a yoga class, at the beginning of each class, I ask a question. So every week mm-hmm. I think of a new question and we discuss as a group and then I give, it, you know, whatever I've gleaned from. Um, reading Patanjali's Yoga Sutras or Michael Singer's Untethered Soul or something I found on the World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then we move on to class. And it's kind of like this, these ideas that I plant into their consciousness if they want it. You know? So usually I, I feel like it's, it, it has sort of a helpful intention. Yeah. Uh, so right now there's already most definitely literally questions happening in the work that I do uh-huh. and uh, so when she mentioned that uh, there'd be a new format that allowed for deeper questioning of each individual and for them to connect to their self, to themselves and answer their own questions with me in a really grounded way that's like a whole entire new idea of where I could take this. So that's really exciting to me. Yeah. Because it feels familiar, like the, the just the idea of asking questions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I have people at the end of class go, oh, you should think about asking this question. You know, people are doing it on their own anyway. Sure. Um, and I love the idea of adding value and connection for people to have to themselves. Like I, I love that idea, being mm-hmm. able to do that in the world. So it's kind of fun. Like, I don't know that I would have thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> when you're talking about this, too, I'm just thinking about how I, I do think you're doing a lot of that work already, like you're saying, and, and what she said helps you think about ways to make it deeper or different and yet still kind of the same and I had a similar feeling too I did feel like she was kind of nudging she was nudging me further on things that I'm already working on which is what feels like the guidance I guess yeah 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 this is really cool like she's making right like she's making something verbal that's it's already it's present and there's kind of a bit of a knowing you know you you already have Mm -hmm. a knowing of of what it is Mm -hmm. that she's going to say in a way but she's yeah she's kind of she's making it She's making it bigger. She's bringing it to the forefront. She's highlighting it and saying, you could you could take this further if you want. Yeah. That's one thing that she did say. She said, you can do this. You. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she mentioned that I come out with my own idea, and it's not uh, co-creation. It's pulling in people to support my idea, which is... You know, I do that when I'm teaching just my regular yoga classes, but so mm-hmm. far, the workshops that I've put together, I always do it with someone else, mm-hmm. and it's a co-creation, yeah. you know, which yeah. I think is great, wonderful, 
I think a part of me is also doing that because I'm afraid to put myself out there, you know? Sure. I'm just afraid to, like, lead an entire group, even though that's what I'm doing on those other retreats. Mm-hmm. It's that self-doubt. So that was kind of nice to hear, like a nudging into going further. Do so you want to know how it feels to start the year with this type of activity, like getting some intuitive guidance from someone else? Yes. Um, how that feels going into a new year? Yeah. Do you like that? It's like the end of the year, beginning of the year kind of an activity. I definitely do. Yeah. I like it. It feels a little bit like fortune telling, you know, a little bit of psychic mm-hmm. action. I think we're always excited for a new year and it kind of reminds you that something really powerful is in store. Um, and then it helps give some guidance towards goals, right? Like small goals that you want to make for yourself or for myself. Well, I found the call to be... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say she said one last thing, which is really cool. She was like, also, I see that there's going to be some travel. It's not related to what we're talking about, which is funny because I'm teaching a retreat on Maui in February with a group of people. Um, and then I'm going to be teaching a retreat in Croatia with um, a really dear friend of mine and fellow teacher, but they're definitely not my own creation. So I can see that. I can see how it's not going to be related. It's just more, it's something different. It's a different right. path. Right. Well, so that, that Croatia, the Croatia retreat, that's a fairly new development. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yes, I just met today with uh, Malia and Mike, and we're talking about the beginning of September, going back to Croatia. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited for you. Turquoise that's waters. Thrilling. Um, okay. Well, I can't thank you enough for introducing me to Bryn and for participating in the call and for even the idea to, like, bring a bunch of folks together and have a call. Yeah, man. So cool. (laughs) So it'll be interesting to check in again at the end of the year and see how our um, readings came through. Um, One of the things that I learned about Bryn is when you're having a call with her, um, the point in which she asks you to reflect, that's also a time that you can probably ask a couple clarifying questions. Yeah. Too. And she can get a little more clear on what she meant in the reading. So yeah. That was also, you know, for anyone who's going to do a call with her, I feel like that's helpful to know. I think so, too. Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I did feel like I wish I had used my follow-up questions a little differently, but I can't say much more than that I don't yeah yeah me too like she's like so and I was like I was just so excited and that's all I could convey but I yeah. with experience I think I would probably be like so you know I could add any questions that came up for me I could probably ask a little bit for because another thing is is she's interpreting symbols and messages um, that she's getting and talking to the person I, I it seems to me like the process is it gives her a little more clarification on what the symbols mean 
Mm-hmm. So, like, some interaction can be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it is interesting. It's like when she would ask, you know, do you have any reflections or do you have any thoughts about what I just said? I think I did mm-hmm. want to give her information about, like, oh, here's what here's what's coming forward for me when you're saying the symbol. Like, here's what I think it could mean, mean at this time. Mm-hmm. It didn't really occur to me to ask too many follow-up questions. It's like, I just yeah. kind of wanted to... Okay, well, this could be this, and this could be that, and yeah, that's it's resonating, you know, because right. I think too we had people on the call where what she was saying was not resonating, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. I felt really sensitive to like wanting to let her know this is resonating, you know, right, and, yes, you know, and for the people when when it did resonate, then I felt really happy, you know, like uh-huh. hey, it's resonating for them, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. She even mentioned like for those who weren't perhaps resonating at the moment it kind of goes along with what you were saying with you just maybe you just don't have the information yet yeah you know maybe yeah. this will mean something later, later. maybe mm-hmm. not you know but yeah overall it was a cool experience it was very fun was. i've never had a call with her before i've been to workshops where she did stuff and channeling um and i've had a lot of like accounts from other students that have Mm -hmm. done calls with her and gotten some really great insights. So, Mm -hmm. cool to participate to merge worlds, to merge my world here with your world there. Totally. Um, Well, listen, do do you have any more time? Can I hang up on the recording call with you? Yeah, that's right. Okay, let me hang up. Bye. Okay, bye. When I look at the Petri dish of my life and I exclude the news, 2018 was a pretty good year for me. And it followed a few years that had a heavy mix of celebration and a lot of enormous change and some upheaval and some discomfort. So it was really such a blessing to have 2018 after all of that. It was a year that felt creative and full of growth and laughter. There were also sadnesses. I found out that a treasured mentor died under strange and difficult circumstances, and my parents have been coping with some serious health issues. But when I just look at my life in 2018, I'm very grateful for it, and I enjoyed it most of the time. I also want to thank all of you for letting me be a part of your 2018. Now, when I zoom out and examine the year from a bird's eye view, I see hurricanes and wildfires and volcano eruptions and pollution. I see the weird fluctuating and combative politics of our day. And I worry for the safety and equality of every LGBTQI person and every person of color in the U.S. And I'm deeply, deeply concerned for families that depend on paychecks from the federal government, which is in full-on shutdown right now. From a bird's eye view, I see difficulty, and I feel incredible grief when I look at the distance between the world I wish we had and the world that we really have. And I see the deep sadness and the grief of my friends and loved ones who lost someone or something very dear to them in the last year. As I took time to find some stillness in January's early days, I lit a candle to honor the great journey that each of us has had to get us to this very day, to honor the growth, the sadness, the love, the laughter, and the wisdom that 2018 brought to me and brought to you, to honor the loved ones that you have lost, to honor the huge changes that you have encountered. Let us all have a gentle transition into the new year and keep our eyes open for ways to extend kindness to ourselves and to each other. 
I trust that if we take this time and space to honor the journey that we've each had, we will be more able to channel love and light and general badassery in 2019. So the song that has been giving me life is a song that is truly beautiful, and it's from 2017, but I've had it on repeat for about a week. Does she even know by idea? It's a song of beauty and stillness that reminds me that it's okay to take a breath and just feel the feelings, the good, the bad, and the ones that make you want to ugly cry. It's a strange feeling And never coming home What a way to love someone What a way to let someone go It's a strange feeling Like I'm never gonna be home What a way to love someone Memories in my brain So that was quite a long episode. If you are still with me, thank you for hanging all the way to the end. Shoot me an email with some feedback. Get quirky with it at gmail.com. Show notes are at quirkandcircumstance.com. Intro and outro music is by the Tartu Pop and Rock Institute. And if you want more info about Bryn O'Connor, please visit brynreadings.com. It's B-R-Y-N readings.com. Happy New Year, everyone. Lots of love.